You're listening to The Common Good Show, a show designed to inform, inspire, and empower our listeners and entrepreneurs. Whether your goal is to live your best life, achieve business success, or foster a safe and healthy community, we bring you a holistic approach. And now, here's your host, Juanita Farrow. Welcome to The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow. I am your host. And today, we are talking about a very important topic. We are talking about managing stress, anxiety, and depression. And I'm really excited about that because, you know, we, all, we definitely need to know how to manage our stress better because we are constantly faced with challenges day to day that are very stressful, and I have the perfect guest on the show today, and she is going to talk to us about how to better manage our stress and anxiety and, and some, you know, we'll talk about depression and, and mental health issues, all those things that will help us in our day-to-day lives. And that guest today who's going to talk to us about that is Durga Mamadilapalas um, is her uh, name, and she, I want to tell you a little bit about her because she has a very... Um, extensive background. Um, she uh, was born, she says, intuitive, um, spreading healing since she was a very young age in India. She has touched so many lives around the world. Um, and after a journey, which included moving to the United States and getting um, a master's degree in computer science and working in the technology industry for over a decade, she realized her true calling was really helping others to heal. Um, So she's been teaching stress management techniques like yoga and meditation for over 15 years now, starting with small kids, get this, age three and up which is really, really interesting. Um, She also teaches teenagers, university students, and adults. She's a certified yoga um, and meditation teacher, a marma therapist, a relationship and spiritual coach, and she also leads a number of workshops and retreats all over the country, along with uh, facilitating the past life regressions and healing from past trauma. Wow, this is really exciting. So please help me. Welcome to the show, Durga. Welcome to the show, Durga. Hi, Anita. Thank you for having me. I How are you? I am so happy. I am doing well. Thank you. I am so glad that you're on the show. Uh, just reading all of your experience and the things that you do, I was starting to relax already. So <laughs> <laughs> So this is going to be really, really exciting. Boy, do we need this nowadays with everything that you see on TV and in the news. We are so stressed out. Everybody, you meet people on the street and they're talking about how stressed they are and anxious about different things. So you're going to help us understand better uh, what we can do about that. But first I wanted to ask you, now you said – in your bio, I just talked about how you got this degree in technology. So you were in the tech industry, 
and you transition into moving your career into healing and helping others. Uh, talk about that, that transition. You know, why did you decide to do that at that time? Sure. Sure, yeah. Um, it has a little background story for that. So since sure. my childhood, as, I, as you mentioned in my bio, uh, that mm-hmm. I've been helping uh, people since my childhood doing the healing work. And uh, I, f- I really enjoyed helping people and, you know, um, uh, serving them. But somehow I felt like, oh, okay, to have this passion and maybe I should be a doctor or something. But my dad is like little concerned about um, my <laughs> attitude. Like I mm-hmm. keep giving people like without <laughs> thinking and stuff like all the time. I mm. keep doing the volunteer work a lot. So he was like, no, if you are going to be a doctor, then we have to invest so much money in beca- you becoming a doctor. And then if you are uh, with this attitude, it is not going to help. You know, like in India, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to to your parents, what they say, and somehow I was uh, forced or pushed or whatever, like, you know, I entered into the engineering college, and uh, there also I was helping a lot of people, but after becoming an engineer, uh, somewhere I felt like, you know, that is not satisfying my intellect. My intellect got Mm. interfered (laughs) <laughs> whatever I am doing, like, you know, what is this, what is this nonsense that I touch the people's hand and then I can get to see what they are going through and I can, I'm guiding them, like, you know, how they can come out of it or something like that. And so I thought like, okay, I need to get out of this place where everybody knows that I, what, what I have in, inherited, right? So then I mm. came to U.S. to see my master's. And within six months, everybody came to know about it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I cannot run away from this, whatever is already in the past inside me, right? So then I better mm-hmm. find ways to deal with it or try mm-hmm. to come to an understanding how I should use it. And even uh, using and uh, doing the healing is not an easy thing. You know, actually, it, it will be... Um, it will be like, you know, uh, feeling what people are going through. And um, at that to when a tender age, you don't know exactly what is happening. And mm-hmm. But luckily, I have been introduced to yoga and meditation through my dad since my childhood. I think uh, that has been helping me. And I also do like Vedic chanting and stuff like that so with powerful mantras and things. So that was helping me. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, coming back to U.S. <laughs> story, so I was uh, in the dilemma and then I felt like I need to have some regular practice or something that guides me. And at that point of time, my spiritual guru, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, has uh, guided me and uh, supported me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, okay. So I can go ahead on this journey and, uh, you know, um, that, but I've been doing it as a volunteer. Like uh, I've been sure. doing this healing work. And I was a volunteer for uh, Art of Living Organization and uh, in, in International Association of Human Values. I was doing the uh, services right. to them, stress management program and stuff. And I also was teaching yoga and meditation in schools as a volunteer in spe- with, with my full-time job. God only knows how from where I got all this energy and time in my schedule. Right. <laughs> so so uh, then yeah. uh, soon after that, when I became pregnant, I felt like, you know, I wanted to quit my job. Um, But before I become Mm -hmm. pregnant, I have all my sessions are confidential. The healing work or when I was doing this healing, I missed one point in my story. When I was doing this healing, I realized that I'm coaching them as well with my experience, spiritual experience or spiritual 
knowledge that I have, then I felt like I wanted to be more authentic when I'm coaching. So I got my coaching certification as well. And so, um, I, but still I was not charging. I was like, you know, doing as a volunteer and all. Voluntarily people are coming. That's why the, my, um, you know, the word spread to like, you know, people coming from different countries also and different time zones. I don't know how I managed the difference in the time zones and all. Also, I was doing that. Mm. Um, so after I, be, be, before that, because of these uh, coaching sessions, they are confidential. I saved a couple of marriages where wife and husband both are my clients and they don't mm. know that they are my clients. Because it's confidential. I never told them. They didn't talk to oh, each other. Wow. So I That's saved the marriage, saved their kids. I mean, of course, when I, I always feel blessed when I save a marriage with the, because of the kids also, right? The kids will get impacted as well. Mm-hmm. So I was felt so blessed and I was very happy. Uh, and then once in a while, this thought used to come to my mind that I, want, I, will, I wish I do more of this kind of stuff than sitting in right. front of the computer right throughout the day right. but yes. master's degree and six figures income who wants to leave it right no yes, <laughs> i know so that was a really hard decision i guess for you to make that yeah. transition from this computer exactly. career and everything that you had your degree in already to go into something that you were passionate about because this is something that you were really passionate about um, exactly. so you, you made that transition it comes very naturally to me to be being there for people and you know uh, with compassion and, um, uh, and people feel like very non-judgmental and they, they feel like they are the, they are uh, themselves like you know they don't have to pretend anything in front of me that's what they everybody keeps telling me that they feel very natural around me yeah, and so it is not relaxed. easy when people are pouring their uh, um, you know, real truth when you are coaching them. So it is mm-hmm. a, you know, it is a higher responsibility also. Just being mm-hmm. there for them and giving that compassion and giving that space for them to open up and sure. all. I I really enjoy. Oh. I was really enjoying it. I already I always enjoy that. And when I became mm-hmm. pregnant, I quit my job to take care of my son. And then I, all these people who've been getting the help, they started paying me. Then I'm like, okay, where do I do this? What do I do with this wow. money? Then I yeah. found Be Free Now LLC and Be Free Coaching and Healing. And that is how it's all this mm-hmm. started. <laughs> That's so. a beautiful story. It's really a beautiful story of how you followed your passion, really, because that's what you're really passionate about. I wanted to ask you, though, because we, you know, we talked about managing stress, but let's help define what stress is, because some people may call something stress when somebody else may not say, well, I, I don't think that that's stress. But what would you say, how do we define stress? Yeah, actually, stress could be stress. According to me, I feel that stress is, in reality, what is your ability to accomplish stuff, right? Like, you know, everybody is capable of doing doing some stuff. Like um, when I was doing my full-time job and uh, volunteering to Art of Living and running a center and uh, doing the healing and and taking care of the house and driving one and a half hour each time. So everybody used to ask me, like, how you are managing? And that time I I never bothered about it. Seriously, like, you know, it's very easy for me. It's like easy peasy, Mm -hmm. lemon squeeze, I used to say. But... It could be a stressful thing for somebody. Like, you know, when you see, I, I have my, in my own circle, like uh, um, my cousins or somebody, they, once they come back from work, they hardly have energy to do household work, and that is it. 
So everybody has their own ability to pers- uh, to perform, uh, you know, responsibilities or activities mm-hmm. in their life, right? So I feel what I say here is you need to right. know what is your ability, right? Like so, if somebody right. is doing ten, right. you should not compete with them that because they are doing ten things, yeah. I am going to do. You need to know your own uh, strengths. Like, okay, this is I'm I'm able to do only three things in a day. Like, that's it. Like, play have only three things in a day. But usually, we have so many things to take care in our life, like work and dropping kids and pick up kids and take care of the house, make the meals ready, and those kind of like you know, if you have uh, sick parents or whoever it is, and you are doing that also. So what happens? The say for example, you have like you know hundred pounds of if you say like you know roughly hundred pounds of work that you need to do, and you have energy only yeah. for like twenty pounds of work. The delta there is going to create stress for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is when you have to think mindfully. What are all the priorities for you like what are the important things for you if you sit and think then maybe you can cut down that from 10 things to 5 things right and right. Uh, if you have like to uh, energy to perform only 3 things then you uh, you need to think how to increase your bandwidth to reach to that num- uh, per- to uh, to be able to perform those 5 things make sense mm-hmm. right so, so it's different where for the, that, and you need to So you really need to look at your yourself and and what works best for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I like I like what you said is not comparing yourself to anybody else because what you what someone else may um, you may see as stressful, someone else may not see as stressful. But that's okay. You don't have exactly. to compare yourself to them to try to keep up with someone else. Because there are that. so many there are so many factors that that person is not feeling stressful. Maybe her husband is more helpful, or she's having a very positive environment right. around her, or maybe she has a very nice boss who doesn't bother when she comes or when he comes or when he leaves, something like that. You know. So we never know what is what are their factors that are affecting around, and you need to consider all the factors that are affecting you as well. So you need to be in touch with what is. your reality. Ah, I love that. What is your reality? And on that note, we are going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to dig deeper into some of these issues and looking at what we can do to help us better deal with our day-to-day stressors. Um so uh, we're going to take a short break now and we will be right back. You've been listening to the Common Good show with Juanita and we have been talking about managing stress, anxiety and depression. And we are getting a wealth of information from Durga who is helping us to understand better how we can manage our own day-to-day So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. Welcome back to the Common Good Show with Juanita and I'm talking to Durga and we've been talking about managing stress, anxiety and depression and we're learning uh, a lot of really good information and especially you know I love what she says is you know it, it stress may be different for each of us and so you really have to to do what is best for you. Um and and so Durga you talk about healthy eating. And I don't think most people consider healthy eating um you know that it helps to um uh, manage stress you know what what does eating have to do with managing stress 
Help us to understand what you mean by that. Healthy eating, um, what I mean to say is having mindfulness, like when you are eating, like mm-hmm. one day you eat more and one day you eat less, or having balanced food, like, you know, fresh vegetables and fresh fruits and also, like, you know, uh, protein and everything, like everything should be balanced and make sure that you drink lots and lots of water. But when I say, mm-hmm. I have this with a lot of my clients, like, you know, I usually give them mm-hmm. a rotation. Uh, for uh, I, I do a little bit of Ayurveda uh, inclined my coaching and my treatments will be like little little bit inclined to Ayurveda as well. So considering all that, I I give them a, f- a daily routine of uh, the uh, food food intake and stuff. But at the same time, I also tell them like you know even you are too stressed out, the first thing that you feel is. You want to eat more. You want to eat ice cream. You want to eat all the junk stuff. Yes. Oh, you eat so, unhealthy food when you're stressed. You crave salt. Exactly. You crave sugar. And yeah. that makes you feel better somehow. Yeah. You're right. And people who are going through menopause and people, and you know, most these days we are hearing like uh, during the cycle time, the hormones will kick and then you feel like eating more or all those things comes up. So I tell them, like, you know, be easy on you. If you if that is coming up, stop judging yourself, stop feeling guilt about mm-hmm. it, and just go indulge yourself whatever you want to do, like, you know, just for that time. And after that is done, like, you know, I, I, otherwise what happens is, like, if you are stopping your mind, like, oh, no, no, I'm not supposed to eat this. I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be eating healthy stuff, you know, those kind mm-hmm. of things a lot more stress again in your system that here the point is to remove the stress right <laughs> so mm-hmm. but rather go with the flow and then attend what your needs are at that point of time and then slowly mm. tell yourself or talk to your coach or talk to somebody whom you trust and then be accountable like you know but Take like very small steps, like not like jumping, like you know, from oh I want I ha- I'm like 170 pounds now I need to be 140 within like in a month or so, and you know, no it, that is not practical, right? So mm-hmm. those kind of that that is what I mean to say reality, like you know, be in the reality and take things happen won't happen overnight. You need that commitment, you need that persistency, mm-hmm. and you you doing what you need to do towards it with enthusiasm mm-hmm. and feel like eating yeah just go ahead and eat what is there like one day if you eat more ice cream right instead right. of creating more but then, in your and what you're saying is just create a balance for yourself that works for you you know if sometimes you want to indulge in something that's okay um, you can do that sometimes as long as you create a balance don't do it every day uh, exactly, <laughs> but but balance it out. I I absolutely agree. Now you say that yoga, or you know, exercise specifically, yoga can help in managing your stress. Exactly, how does that work? Yoga, yoga, and exercise because they release endorphin, right? So they increase the mm-hmm. happiness in the system. So then, obviously, you feel good about yourself and it pumps up the self-esteem and uh, you like whatever you do. So all this definitely helps you to be in the truth with yourself, like, you know, be connected to yourself. So the, having a regular practice, like if, when I was telling my story, that is what I told you, right? Like I was able to do mm-hmm. my full-time job and uh, mm-hmm. my 
uh, uh, volunteer work and my coaching stuff, uh, all these things, I was doing it because I'm really enjoying it and I'm happy about doing that. And so mm-hmm. uh, uh, I felt like, you know, doing service, like, you know, uh, a random act of kindness here and there, that also pumps up your uh-huh. In energy that also pumps up your enthusiasm along with like some mindful practices and regularly um, yoga, meditation, affirmations and visualization. You know, these kind of things definitely helps you uh, setting up your tone and it mostly it brings you more awareness. Right, like what is happening inside your mind when you are in touch with what is happening in inside your mind? What is my mind talking, or what is my mind doing? Then you have solved almost like seventy five seventy five percent of your problem. So that awareness will be developed when you do your practices on regular basis. Like uh, I practice my Sudarshan Kriya every day and my meditation every day. So I can clearly see, of course, it takes time. Like a lot of people say like, oh, I don't have enough time to do these things. But uh, mm-hmm. when I started, I, used, I had the same mindset. I, oh, my goodness, like 20 minutes of Sudarshan Kriya, I cannot do. I'm so busy. I need to go to work that this and all. But slowly I started, okay, I'll do for 10 minutes. And then I increased to 20 minutes. But then I realized mm-hmm. what? dedicating myself for that 20 minutes because my mind is more clear and I have that clarity, I am able to perform like more the stuff that is supposed to usually take for one hour. I'm finishing it off in 10 minutes because of my attentiveness, because of my focus. So why don't you consider that way? Like when you do your yoga practice every day, 30 minutes ritually, Mm -hmm. then that is going to help you like long run. Well, so you, you know, I think some people some people might say, well, you know what? I every I'm so so busy. I don't have 30 minutes to do yoga every day. And so, what would you say to them? I usually, I have trust me, I have tons of my clients with that same problem. Yes, I know. Before eating your breakfast, right, you sit on your table. Before eating, just meditate for 5 to 10 minutes. Just close your eyes. Don't think. Just sit sit there. Before you touch your spoon or fork, sit straight. Keep your eyes closed. Mm -hmm. And then before lunch, before dinner. So without you knowing it, you're already doing Mm -hmm. it. It's the small things, right, that we can do. We don't have to do it all at one time, but just throughout the day. I like that. That's really good, you know. So and I teach them breathing techniques before you eat. And I also teach them some breathing techniques and mudras and stuff. So those are all part of yoga. So that that they can use like, okay, I have in this five minutes, this is what I'm going to do. In this in, for during lunchtime, and this is what I'm going to do. So at least you are doing something better than nothing. Wow, and once you great. see that progress, yeah, once you see that progress, you will. So you will know, like, you know, you will push yourself that you wanted to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So now you, you say that it makes a difference, the people that we have around us. And so how, how do people around us impact us? What, what happens there? Yeah, definitely. People around us also <laughs> one of the factors for our uh, happiness or uh, for mm-hmm. uh, for the energy levels, right? So um, if you are able to avoid it, you can avoid it. But for me, I, uh, what I say is it is all in our mind most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
some places like you know you might be having the same uh, negative environment or stressful environment in your own house at your work maybe you don't have any other go you know uh, from your family or from your boss or from the people you work you know everybody has their own situations so rather than making the situations and people around you responsible for it you uh, if you can pay attention to what is that i can improve here what is that lesson that i can learn and improve this right so most of the mm-hmm. time maybe um you if you see like uh, oh that person said this uh, and then i think maybe they meant to this most of the time our inference about that statement would be negative so if you train mm-hmm. your mind like oh maybe no and it is why what why uh, what's wrong if you give a benefit of doubt if you think positive more positive whatever people might be doing around you so mm-hmm. that in a positive way take it in a positive way that would help you like you know if you keep thinking that oh no this person did this to insult me or no that person did uh, this for purposefully to hurt me or something like that instead of that negative talk having in our mind if you train your mind instead of uh, making that negative statement that would help maybe sometimes that could be true but what i'm saying is like you need to be a little mindful like you know, what and all the trash that you are tra- taking around you so that that will save your mind and that will increase your ability to perform well mm-hmm. does it right. make sense so it does make it it does make a difference the people that we have around us because that energy is interacting with our energy and so mm-hmm. um, it, it makes a difference if we have negative people around us all the time because you think if you have all negative people around you all the time who who um, you know are constantly saying thing, negative things you know after a while that starts to impact your um, your energy your vibrational energy I like to call it and so um, I absolutely agree with that that's one of the things that I've had to learn over the years that it really does make a uh, difference the people that are around me the most. And so I try, (laughs) I try to... It is your choice, right? Like you need to choose whether you need to react there or you need to respond. So there's a lot of difference between reaction and response for any situation. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, Well, I wanted to ask you, Sue, um, there are some other things that you you say that we can do to manage our stress. What are some of the other things? I know we talked about diet and exercise, and you know, and certainly, um, you know, uh, what are, what are the other things that um, that we can do that might help us from day to day with our stress? Yeah, Balance, so for. I can share from my own example, like, uh, mm-hmm. because I'm in too many things, like having, um, you know, I'm an mm-hmm. author and a motivational speaker and publisher, mm-hmm. and I'm a coach. I like to teach yoga for kids, and I also voluntarily go to schools and uh, teach yoga and meditation for teachers and, uh, you know, kids, and I like to do it in prisons. So I have so many mm-hmm. things that I'm passionate about to do all these things, right? So mm-hmm. I have to. Uh, I have to make myself a clear um, calendar. Like, what are those that are important? I mean, the year, the whole year calendar. I make it. Okay, this month mm-hmm. I'm going to focus 
on this. These are the three months that maybe I'm going to for this work on this, like, you know, developing a product on grief, uh, trauma relief or something like that. So focusing, uh, taking top three priorities and making the time, like what is what exactly the time you have and dividing mm-hmm. it regular basis and you need to take like I want to write I want to go speak I want to do this I won't be able to do everything in exactly. a day you, you know every day I won't be able to so I have to very yeah. mindfully divide and I also have a son seven year old son so he is interested Ooh, in doing wow. so many things like mom like I want to go to karate I want to go swimming I want to go piano I want to learn music everywhere so I have to balance that as well so it is it is you have to sit and see like what is the support system you have like how much your husband is supporting how much your uh, kid is supporting how much your you know extended family supporting depending on that you can make your uh, stuff in an organized way when you are more organized it might be it it, uh, it might go off sometimes but still you won't be like all over like oh my god like i didn't do this and all so mm-hmm. you just need to be more organized that would help and then for being the for, to be that organized in a, the organized way also i always suggest you pick something that helps you to do on regular basis like you know every day in the morning as soon as you wake up before you get up from the bed sit and if you want to do visualization or affirmation or just mm-hmm. say that prayer yes. like how you set the tone of the day right so these are these are the some of the things that really really helps wow but that's great you know one of the things that you know i i kind of do that's really for me it helps me on a daily basis it's you know the first thing i do in the morning is it's about gratitude is you know just exactly. take a deep breath and just be thankful you know for everything that you do having I me mean, even for the small things because it really makes a difference when we can show gratitude and and just helps you get through you know to start another day um, so every you know the small things like you said I really like that before each meal you know just take that five minutes I think that's so important you know I want to talk about stress and how stress may, may contribute to anxiety or depression. Um, what's the correlation there between stress and anxiety and depression? Do you see that? What is the connection there? Um, for me, I feel like when you have too many expectations on your on you, like when you have too mm-hmm. when you too many things in your plate, and you are not mm-hmm. able to achieve, it, is when you will be more anxious. Mm-hmm. And if Fill them, then you will feel depressed. Then com- thinking that oh, you are not good for nothing. You didn't uh, accomplish yes. anything. Because how you will accomplish when you are capable of like? How can you ask a second-year-old kid to do a tenth-grade math? Mm-hmm. Right. So you. That is what my point is. Like you need to see what your reality is. Maybe that could be that could change. Maybe this month you might be going through some uh, other things that uh, your family needs more attention, or you might your son, both of your kids are having too many exams or something, and you are not able to accomplish some other stuff that you wanted to do. So what? It's okay. Like you know, just mm-hmm. focus on the, moving them if they are that important. Move them to the next month. But ultimately, you need to make sure that your happiness on that day is important. Mm-hmm. You wow. being you being aware of like you know whether I am peaceful, whether I am peaceful inside, and whether I am happy with myself. That is very important. I mean, that's what I feel like. <laughs> that that mm-hmm. helps you more ha- more uh, uh, resilient and then you know people around you can feel that 
vibrations or vibes as well. Well, one of the the interesting things is is that a lot of our physical illness, I mean, issues, medical issues that we have, you know, such as high blood pressure, obesity, all of those things can be tied to the amount of stress that we have in our lives. Um, So with a lot of stress, you may end up, with high blood pressure, you may end up overeating, you know, because you're not mindfully eating. You may end up with obesity. Um, so it really and does it, impact us that way too, right? Yeah, when you're in anxiety, when you're too anxious about things, then obviously your blood pressure will increase. When you're too depressed, mm-hmm. then you will sit and eat, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that you need to, before, you know, when you, that again and again, uh, I'm stressing out having a regular practice that you do every day. At least, like, if you don't want to do any other practice, just sit and reflect on what and all happened that day and show that gratitude to who and all helped you for, you know, um, making that day happy or making that day possible before you go to bed. Mm. That would help. Oh, I, I love that. So, yeah, that would help I, as well. So these are the things, small, small things that can help you to uh, reduce any of that un- imbalance of like you accepting your reality and uh, what what you can perform and what is that you are expecting from you. Mm-hmm. You know, I love when you say accepting your reality. And I think that's where it starts because we have these unrealistic sometimes notions about think we're going to get all this stuff done and then it just drives us crazy and it makes us anxious when we don't get it done. But accepting your reality, I mean, where you are right now, what is realistic? What is it that I can can do? And anything that I can't do, I'm just going to put that aside right now because at the end of the day, I can't do it all. So I, I really love that, accepting your reality. This has been Really, really good, um, Durga. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to let you talk to the listeners and give your final points about um, stress and anything else that might help them or any advice that you might want to give them. And then I want you to tell them how they can contact you if they need to follow up. Okay? Sure. Yeah. So we'll take a short break, and we will be right back. You've been listening to The Common Good Show with host Juanita Farrow, and we've been talking about managing stress, anxiety, and depression, and we've learned so much. Um, Durga has a wealth of information about this, and we it's really, really helped to break it down and help us to understand it's the small things sometimes that we do that can make all the difference in the world. Um, we'll take a short break and we will be right back. Welcome back to The Common Good Show with Juanita. And I'm going to bring um, Durga back because I wanted to, um, Durga, I want you to talk to the listeners out there because I know there are listeners that have been listening to this show um, about managing stress. And um, are there any final thoughts that you might want to give to the listeners that might help them in this journey? Such an important journey in their life as we're becoming more and more overwhelmed in, in, our, in our lives. What else can we tell them? Um, I just want to recap some of the stuff that I have already mentioned, like not having too many expectations on yourself and the people living around you. 
you know like okay. sometimes we have too many expectations on our kids and that's also creates stress in us and mm-hmm. we have too many expectations on our spouse that also you know indirectly creates stress in us so just not having too many expectations on yourself and uh, on others that would help to reduce uh, your stress and also trying to do like some mindful things as i mentioned earlier like just before if you don't have time at all just before sitting for breakfast just before you take that first bite of your breakfast just sit and um, do some affirmations or do some visualization or chanting or breathing or you know anything that you could meditate or just 5 to 10 minutes you know every meal before every meal if you can do that that would add up that mm-hmm. would definitely add your efficiency and uh, before going to bed if you can set your tone like you know thank uh, thank all uh, how the day went and show that some gratitude and setting up like actually uh, this is very uh, you, you might also have observed like you know what is the last thought you slept with that is will be your first thought when you wake up from your bed next day morning so mm-hmm. you had that experience right so um what i'm saying is like if you set some positive thoughts you uh, telling your mind that so that it can uh, work on it and it it will manifest like whatever you want to do so because you nothing is going to be interfering throughout the night in your your mind so your mind will be manifesting that what do so that thought could better be a positive thought about your progress or your job or your relationship or about your health or whatever so just make that positive affirmation and set that tone before you fall into sleep right and mm. as soon as you get morning if you if you can just say that little prayer and that gratitude and and asking whomever like you know that that whole day should be peaceful and you should be helpful to people like you know doing that random act of kindness that also helps mm-hmm. like you need to be be there like being on this universe we are all here to help each other to grow in, in the yeah. growth right so just mm-hmm. ask for the opportunity that i want to be there for somebody to help out or to help them to grow so these are all like small small things it won't take much time mm-hmm. also minute or 30 seconds or something so these things will shift a lot and then if you if you please commit to any of your practices yoga meditation visualization all sure. those things right. that would help you a lot to have the more effective day and more um efficiency in whatever you want to achieve great well thank you and that's an excellent note to end on. Thank you so much, Durga. Why why don't you tell the listeners how they can reach you? Yeah, so uh, I do the coaching calls um offline as well. They don't have to be one-on-one in person. So I do one-on-one, I do group coaching and stuff everything so you can if you want to uh, see more services, you can go to www.b b like boy e like elephant free f r e e e like free b free coaching.com and my facebook okay. page is b free coaching and healing that is my facebook page and my email okay. is durga@bfreecoaching.com so you can reach out to me if you have any questions or need any help i'll be more than happy to help you out and thank you 
so much for sharing your wealth of knowledge and for being on the show and providing us with um, a lot of very good information that we can start using right now, taking that time out for ourselves and that uh, the final thoughts before you go to bed at night, make sure they're, they're, they're good thoughts and gratitude kind of thoughts that makes all the difference in the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us um, on the show today, Durga. Thank you. Thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity to share um, what, I mean, whatever the little knowledge I have or, you know. Yes. So I so hope, are, it, hope uh, are, we'll be mm-hmm. having, able to follow at least a couple of tips and then see the difference. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you. You're doing what you are passionate. And that certainly helps with that stress level, too. When we're doing what we're really passionate about, it certainly makes a difference in our lives. So thank you again for sharing with everybody, right? So still they need to accept that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, great. Well, thank you listeners also for listening to another show, The Common Good with Juanita. Um, You can hear us every week at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in to WDJY 99.1 FM if you're in the Atlanta area, outside of the Atlanta area. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just click on www.wbjyfm.com and you can hear us live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you for joining in with us. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to The Common Good Show with host Juanita. 